0: Hi, I'm Tiffany Boyd, host of Free Your Children here on WXRQ 1460 AM Christian Radio. My mission is to share the truth and love about education. There is a battle raging for the souls of our nation's children. I hope you will allow this ministry to equip you for battle. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. Ephesians six ten through 11. Thank you to Safe Storage for supporting Free Your Children. If you have storage needs, Safe Storage of Columbia, Mount Pleasant, and Hohenwald have you covered. Contact Safe Storage today at safestoragetn.com. That's safestoragetn.com. If you would like to sponsor Free Your Children, you can contact me at freeyourchildren at gmail.com. You can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, email, And my new website that hasn't gone live yet, but when it does, you will be able to find me at FreeYourChildren.com. I have an alert that I want to speak to you about tonight. If you are in Tennessee, please be aware of Senate Bill 1194 and House Bill 1214. Contact Speaker of the House, Cameron Sexton, and Lieutenant Governor Randy McNally and tell them you are opposed to the House and Senate bills. This is a direct threat to homeschooling freedoms in the state of Tennessee. If you have any more questions about that, you can send me an email at freeyourchildren at gmail.com. Let me know. Across the nation, if you have legislation that's being introduced that is concerning to you, if you feel like it needs attention, please let me know so that I can make sure that our listeners and all of my followers on on Facebook and my other forms of social media are aware of what they need to be speaking to their representatives about. I'm very excited about tonight's guest. Many of you may know, and I'm honored to have Leslie Nunnery with us tonight. Leslie is a Christian author, speaker, and homeschooling advocate. She is the co-founder of Teach Them Diligently, a ministry that provides resources and experiences to strengthen Christian homeschooling families. Leslie is also the author of several books on parenting and homeschooling, including Teach Them Diligently, Raising Children of Promise, and Heart School, How Amazing Parents Become Excellent Home Educators. She's also the host of Homeschooling Families podcast. Through her work, Leslie aims to encourage and equip families to raise their children to love and serve God. Welcome, Leslie. Thank you so much for having me, Tiffany. It's a joy to be here. Yes, it's an honor to have you with us tonight. Now, you and I were speaking when when we first jumped on here, and I know that you are gearing up for Teach Them Diligently Across the Nation. Could you tell our listeners a little bit about why you started Teach Them Diligently and what it's all about? Oh, I would love to.
1: Yes, thank you. Um, Teach Them Diligently is a ministry that we started kind of by chance. It's actually the way that the Lord worked in orchestrating all of this is miraculous. It was the end of our first year of homeschooling, so we knew nothing about anything. I mean, we we were so (laughs) green. And um, the Lord just really laid it on our hearts that that there was an opportunity for an event to celebrate discipleship in home education. Homeschooling was just starting to really grow. But what we were seeing in the people that we were talking to was they homeschooling was almost becoming an idol. They talked about it like it would save your children or like, you know, I was, I I converted this other family to homeschooling or whatever. It became the driving mission for these families. And we were like, but God, you led us to disciple our children. And this is a great tool. So we started the first teach them diligently really as just a celebration of discipleship within homeschooling families. Um, And our goal really was very small. We just, we were planning to have one event Um, David had just gone full-time leading a mission agency that he still leads. And that was designed to kind of support the mission work as well as just be a a good discipleship event. Well, that was in 20, our first event was 2012 and God brought in 1500 families from 38 states and four different countries. And we were blown away. And I it's bet. it yeah, it was so <laughs> obvious that it had nothing to do with us. Like I told you before, we didn't know anything. I mean, we were so green. We of course weren't speaking at the time, we weren't doing any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't even really know the players. And God brought in an amazing speaking lineup, an unbelievable lineup of resources and just all kinds of stuff. And people gravitated towards the message of discipleship-focused homeschooling and really, really leaning into going for the hearts of your children. And that that launched us into uh, what, what God has done since, which is we've produced over 60 events through the years. We have a podcast. We have a number of books. We have um, a blog. We we have a membership site with with thousands of moms who are getting together regularly that have access to resources that are um, fellowshipping and and literally having retreats and getting together. And he has done so much more than we would have ever imagined. But it really all boils down to just a singular focus on using homeschooling as a tool to do your real mission, which is to teach your children diligently, to disciple them, and to point them to Jesus in everything you do.
0: Amen. What an amazing resource and and just what a blessing to families to have all of these resources available. We thank you for all your work that you've done for the homeschool community throughout the years. Could you tell us about your family's personal homeschool journey? How long have you been homeschooling and what does that look like for your family? <laughs> I would love to. Um, <laughs> my story starts the way
1: a lot of people's did and that is I was highly reluctant. That was oh boy, never. That's that it was familiar. not <laughs> exactly. It was the last thing on my radar. In fact, we had moved from Lexington, Kentucky to where we live now in South Carolina. Specifically, or one of the reasons was we knew that there were good schools here for the kids, a uh, good Christian schools mm-hmm. uh, for the for the kids, and so we had moved here. The kids, well, I only had one, two in school at the time. They were in um, a, a good, good Christian school. I was a room mom. I was involved. I, I tell (laughs) everybody, I felt like I was living the dream. This is the way that I always envisioned my life being, you know, heavily involved in the kids stuff. Um, and, and so things were great. The way the script was going the way I had written it. And then in the, in the fall of my oldest son's third grade year, I just really felt the Lord, Impressing on my heart that my time with my children was short Mm -hmm. and that if I wanted to really give them a solid foundation for their faith, that I needed to be with them more. And so that idea of homeschooling started entering my mind. And I I tell people that I prayed about it for a couple of months before I talked to David, but really I was arguing with God. I thought God, God was wrong. (laughs) Clearly I was misunderstanding. And I also thought that David would thought I would think I was, uh, you know, just being foolish, that this was Mm -hmm. just another one of my big harebrained ideas and I would get over it. Um, So I I prayed about it, talked to God about it for a, a couple of months before I brought it to David. And then I thought, Ooh, my step of obedience is bringing it to David and then David could shut it down and and everything could go back to normal. (laughs) And so I did that. And and what was amazing was God had been working in David's heart as well. And he was thinking along the same lines. Um, And so really, once we started talking about it together, we recognized that God was clearly in the middle of this um, and so we decided after just a couple of days of praying together about it, that that was the path that God was leading our family. Um, the children, we talked to them over Christmas break that year and, you know, again, just ready for, no, we've got great friends. We don't want it, whatever <laughs> they were, uh, they wanted to start right away, which oh, wow. I did not. I, right? I wanted, I took like a whole semester to research, um, which really did me no good, honestly. Um, but I, I wanted to settle myself down. So we started homeschooling the, the beginning of my oldest son's fourth grade year, and he's now 23. So mm-hmm. we've been homeschooling for a while. Um, and like I said, it was the end of that first year of homeschooling that God called us to start teach them diligently. Um, and I really, I tell people all the time, I would have never imagined the impact of that one simple step of obedience mm-hmm. of saying yes to homeschooling, what God has opened up through that. He has allowed us as a family to take multiple mission trips around the world. We've started an educational ministry in Poland um, that that started about the same time as Teach Them Diligently. He has allowed us to serve countless thousands of homeschool families around the world through Teach Them Diligently. He had so much bigger plans in that way but beyond all of that, my relationship with my kids who are young adults now is is so close and they love God and they are making choices to serve him. And that alone is really the, the thing that brings me the most joy of all. God has been so faithful and has done such a great work. And he used that time that we chose to invest in our kids to really just work exceeding and abundantly above anything that we would have ever imagined.
0: Yes, and you you nailed it when you said you you realize that you really don't have that much time with your children. We are a family, we have five children, and our oldest three have already graduated from homeschooling and we have the two younger children left and not many years left with them. Yeah. I tell moms all the time the days may be long, but the years are really, really short. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. You so, blink,
1: you blink and you're, yes, they're, they're flying. They're absolutely they're out.
0: Yes. It's, it's more about, you know, it's ex- an extension of parenting. I say that often homeschooling right. is just an extension of parenting, but our, our goal should be their hearts. No question. Yeah. In fact, a, a
1: big thing that we focus on and teach them diligently is what we call heart school. Um. I yes. did a course on it. I've written a book on it and it really, it, that's what it is. It is Every, I believe every Christian parent is called to heart school, no matter what way you're educating them. Mm -hmm. Heart schooling is using every tool at your disposal to, to complete the mission that God has given you, which is to go for your children's hearts, point them to Jesus, equip them to stand, prepare them to walk through whatever door God opens for them in the days ahead. And that is really what our
0: mission as parents comes down to. Absolutely. And speaking along that same vein, I speak a lot on this radio show. This is a Christian radio show. So we speak a lot about biblical education. Mm -hmm. Why do you feel like biblical education is so important? Oh, well, you know, our
1: children (laughs) are dependent on us to teach them how to think biblically, how to think critically, how to take what is presented to them and, and look at it through a lens of absolute truth, which we find in scripture. Mm-hmm. And if we are not educating them with that lens, then they are not going to be equipped to go out and stand, you know, and, and if we are putting them in a system that everything that they're getting for eight hours a day or so is opposite of what we are saying and living out at home, that's going to cause great confusion in these young people who don't have the maturity to stand absolutely. in something like that. And so it amazes me. Um, it, it amazes me that that people still, even with all of the things that have come out, mm-hmm. still think that, that public or secular education is a benign thing. Right. It is absolutely not a benign thing because it should go against every single thing that you stand
0: for within your home if you're a Christian family. Absolutely. We say often no education is neutral and the government school system definitely is not neutral. It teaches a humanistic worldview and it teaches Christians that their faith is a lie. So you're exactly right. It should go against everything that you're teaching in your home if you're a Christian. And so I hope that if you are listening to this and you have children enrolled in government schools and you are a Christian, you will think about that. You will think about trying to find a way to escape from that system so that you can impart a biblical worldview on your children. And I know, I know a lot of people listening may be saying, Well, my we go to church. My kids go to Sunday school. They go to vacation Bible school. But the sheer number of hours children are taught that their faith is a lie in the government school system, you can't you can't combat that. It's just the sheer magnitude and gravity of the number of hours just unravels what you're trying to do outside of school. If you're not, you know, we're, we're told the Bible tells us that we're supposed to teach our children when they rise up, when they walk by the way, when they lie down. So that's why biblical education is so important. The person that spends or the people that spend the most time with your children that's the worldview that they're being taught. And in a government school system, we know that it's not a biblical worldview. So how can they find your information about Heart School, Leslie? Um, you can go to teachthemdiligently.net forward
1: slash book to find the the heart school book um that's really where I would start right now it's um you can get that as a digital book right now the the physical copy should be in next week in time for for round rock but um there's a a digital copy available online for only five dollars um and that gives you a good overview there's also a course where I will take about three hours and there's worksheets and there's um, you know, video lessons and just a lot of, of things to help you really nail down what you believe about education and parenting and how that should look in your house or in your home. And that can be found at net forward slash heart school. So if you go to net, you can go forward slash book to find the book or forward slash heart school, and you'll find the course Um, Either way, I really encourage families to dive into that because I believe that it will be a a help and an encouragement to you.
0: Absolutely. And I'll have all these links over on my Free Your Children Facebook page so that you can find all of these resources that Leslie has mentioned. Um, Tell us a little bit. How has the? You've been around a while. You're kind of like me. This is our 19th year. We're finishing up our 19th year of homeschooling. So we've seen a lot of changes within the mm-hmm. homeschool world and community throughout the years. How has the face of homeschooling changed? Do you think over the years, Leslie? What you've seen? Oh, it's changed
1: massively, especially since um, the pandemic hit. Uh huh. You what started out as a largely um, religious-driven Movement. Yeah, you know, most people when we started, most people who were homeschooling were actually doing it for some sort of a religious or worldview reason.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now that is not the case. Um, it still statistically would be skewed towards um, towards having a religious reason, mm-hmm. but that has diluted so so much, and so you mm-hmm. see it in the conversation, you see it in the focus. It's a lot easier to fall prey to the deceptions that are out there because you're not, you're no longer in this safe little Christian homeschooling bubble. So it is imperative that you are using great discernment as you are choosing curriculum and resources Mm -hmm. and even events that you attend, because there are a number of events out there that are, they, they, They would say that they're neutral, but you cannot be. And you know that. Therefore, if you are a Christian family, I... That is why we dig in our heels and stand so firmly that we are here to strengthen Christian families. We teach them diligently events. What you're going to find in the exhibit hall, what you're going to find in the session rooms, what you're going to find in just the heart of the event is specifically designed for Christian families. So, you know, exhibitors sign a statement of faith. We have a lot of things um, that we put in to try to safeguard Mm -hmm. Christian homeschooling families from falling prey to... Um, the deceptions, and there are organizations that are just making such a play yep. um, for for Christian homeschool families, and yes. and sadly, people are falling for it left and right.
0: Yes, unfortunately, I'm seeing that as well. Why do you think homeschool families should attend a homeschool conference?
1: Uh, we actually have talked a lot about this on our <laughs> social media lately uh-huh. because because people don't prioritize it but really there are a lot of reasons why it's important um, the the one of the baseline reasons is it's going to greatly expand your view of homeschooling. You're going to see a lot more ideas, a lot more um, opportunities than you would have ever imagined on your own. So instead of allowing your homeschooling efforts to get stale, that's going to really spice it up. It's going to make you excited. It's going to give you a lot of information that will help you do what you're doing so much better and with so much more vim and vigor, <laughs> life, excitement, that sort of thing. Beyond that, getting together and being surrounded by people who are of like mind, who are making decisions that look very similar to yours is a respite and an encouragement that you can't even bottle up. Um, we are swimming upstream in society all the time. We are yes. bombarded with messaging. We are isolated and alone so met so much. But when you come to a teach them diligently conference or another Christian homeschool conference, you're able to see that this is a large movement. This is a group of people who get you, um, Deep, deep relationships are formed there. That's why I Teach Them Diligently 365, which is our community, our membership community is so big now. People are grasping onto those relationships and they are hanging out and and com- communicating and, and fellowshipping all year long, encouraging one another. You need that camaraderie. You need that fellowship. Um, and you also need to be able to get the teaching, good biblical teaching, but also to see what resources are available Um, Because as you know, every child is different. It's not a cookie cutter approach to education, which is what makes homeschooling. One of the things that makes homeschooling so impactful, you're able to tailor your education to the child itself rather than a system. So coming to a homeschool event, you're able to see a variety of of approaches and resources, and you're able to tailor make that, that education for each one of your individual kiddos. And it makes a huge,
0: huge difference in the long run. Absolutely, I totally agree with that. Now, tell us where where all are the teach them diligently conferences across the nation. Well, we have one uh, in the middle of March,
1: March twenty third through twenty fifth, which is right now um, in Round Rock, te- Texas. So, if you are anywhere near Round Rock, come and see us. We are at the Kalahari Resort in Round Rock, um, and then our next event will be May fourth through sixth in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee uh we are at the lacant center that is a massive event yes. and it has um just chelsea cameron is is keynoting for us todd friel is keynoting for us there we have a number of amazing Uh, speakers. We have tons and tons of resources. We actually, if you are just thinking about uh, starting homeschooling, or you are just now kind of launching out on Wednesday, which is May 3rd, we have a special getting started. It's called Homeschool Launch, an an event just for you. You can come just to that, or you can couple that on with your regular uh, ticket. Um, Mm -hmm. That will be incredibly helpful. A lot less overwhelming than just diving straight into our big event. Um, And we also have a homeschooling high school special event happening on Wednesday the 3rd as well. So lots of opportunities in Pigeon Forge this year. Uh, May 3rd through 6th is kind of the total span of that with our uh, primary event being May 4th through 6th. And then those two special things coming on May 3rd.
0: What an amazing list of experiences there you have coming up. I know that everyone that attends will be richly blessed. Tell me, Leslie, what, what is some advice that you would give to new homeschool families? the first thing that I would tell you, and I'm sure that, that
1: Tiffany has told you this before many, many times, but you really need to figure out why you're doing what you're doing. What is your mission? What is it the foundation of building this homeschool on? Because if you don't do that, if you, if you prioritize the act of homeschooling above where it should be, you're going to find all kinds of friction. You're going to, you're going to find that you burn out much easier because homeschooling in and of itself is not your mission. And you've got to kind of figure that out, figure out where it fits. But once you figure out where this task of homeschooling fits within this grand mission of parenting your children well, it becomes a really fun, really amazing tool. So the first thing that I would tell you is to figure out why you're doing this. What is your end goal for your kids? And how does homeschooling help you get there? Because that's going to help you position it a whole lot more um, effectively and, and correctly. And that, that again is what we talk about in heart school all the time. That's step one.
0: Yes, absolutely. Now you've seen thousands of homeschool parents come through, well, thousands, or should I say how, how many people do you think have been served through your homeschool conferences throughout the years? Oh, uh, yeah, I would say that well over a hundred thousand,
1: uh, for sure have I've, been served through the, through the homeschool conferences. That's an
0: amazing number of people. Now, with that in mind, what are some of the biggest concerns or questions that you get from parents that are considering homeschooling? It, it often comes down to the enough question. Yeah. I
1: am not smart enough, patient enough. Uh, uh, I don't have enough money. I don't enough, 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 enough. And, um, That sense of insecurity Mm -hmm. and of not being enough is what really what Satan uses a lot of times to undermine everything Mm -hmm. that we're doing, whether it's homeschooling or anything else. He kind of those whispers, those lies. Um, and what I would just encourage families in that way is, first of all, God put your family together, whether by birth or by choice, he created you to be the parent of that child. Therefore, you are by by definition, you are the perfect teacher for your child. You are the perfect parent for your child. Even the ones that are hard for you to understand, God will give you grace and wisdom and insight onto how to, or as to how to parent and educate that child well. Um but but beyond that, recognizing that none of us are enough, that is why um, homeschooling is such a sanctifying force in the life yes, of Christian yes. homeschool <laughs> parents, because we recognize that we aren't smart enough, patient enough, good enough, whatever it is, but God is. And so getting on your knees, getting in his word, seeking his face and his counsel every day, and then allowing Him through you to to reach your children's hearts, to educate their minds, to run your home and your family in a way that's honoring to Him, to impact your community and your church. Um, God through you can do things that you would have never imagined, and that certainly you are not enough in and of yourself, but God is a good, good Father, and He loves to do great things beyond our imagination through His people.
0: Absolutely. He equips. And I think that's one of the things that parents need to understand is the government school system, the institution, it was designed for parents to feel like they needed the experts right. to educate, <laughs> to educate their children. And I've heard this said over and over. It's, it's really ironic that we, the general public keeps their children at home until they're 5 years old and then for some reason they assume that 5 is like the magic mm-hmm. number that you have to pass them off to the experts but up to that point you've taught them you know how to potty train how to walk how to talk yep. you know how to use a knife and fork you know all the all the things but we have been conditioned as a society to believe that we are not equipped and it right. and and God tells us that we are the most equipped because God gives children to parents <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely,
1: and it's really interesting, Tiffany. I I talk about this in the Heart School book. That there is research that has come out by or from the University of Wisconsin Madison, where they note that the single greatest predictor of a child's educational success, no matter what form of education you're using, is the amount of parental involvement in mm-hmm. that child's education. Period. Yep. So. Mm-hmm. Whether you are sending them off to school or whether you are keeping them at home and educating them there, you are still, by public school research, you are still the primary force that would indicate whether that child will be successful long-term or not. That should tell you really all that you need to know about whether or how important you are and how well-equipped you are, because uh, whether there's a quote-unquote quote, professional teacher involved or or not, you are the one that it all comes down to as far as an indicator of success for your kids.
0: That's exactly right, and I'm a former public school teacher. Many of my listeners probably already know that if they followed me for a while, but one thing that I tell new homeschooling parents or parents that are trying to decide if they can homeschool because you know parents say all the time I don't think I can do this and I will ask them do you read to your child do you Mm -hmm. help your child with homework you know there are so many parents across the nation probably listening to this radio show tonight they are spending hours upon hours at home with their children probably arguing probably trying to navigate the the large amount of homework that their children have every night well you're homeschooling except you're doing it from from what the school tells you you have to do after your child's been in school for six or seven hours a day and they're already exhausted. Oh, right. Yes. So I tell parents, wouldn't you rather teach your children what you want to teach them from a biblical worldview on your terms, the way they learn best, and then having this fight. And it just, it's such a, it steals the joy. It steals Mm. the time that you have with your children. So absolutely. I'm so thankful to have so many ministries and resources that try to explain to parents and instill the encouragement in them that you are enough. Oh, absolutely. And even to your point on the time
1: equation, yeah, there was research that came out, I believe it was in 2017. I'll have to look at the the stat on it, though, that said that the average family only spends 34 minutes of quality Mm -hmm. time with their child a day. And that is astonishing. But when you back up and you realize they get on a bus early, they're at school all day, they have practices or lessons or whatever, then Mm -hmm. they're doing homework. Most families aren't even eating together. That 34 minutes starts to make an awful lot of sense. And if you are a parent on mission, wanting to pass on your faith and equip your child to live a godly life and to make an impact on this world for the Lord, 34 minutes a day is
0: nowhere near long enough to do that. Amen. And I say often that homeschooling is is uh, it's the restitution of the family unit. Families Mm. do not know how to be families anymore because they're never together. It's everything is so fragmented. So this really gives families an opportunity to come home together to learn to be a family again. And like you spoke, we spoke earlier about to really capture the hearts of your children and to impart a biblical worldview, because we know as Christians, everything that we do should be guided by our biblical worldview. Right. Oh, hundred percent. And that should overflow into the way that you
1: direct your life, the conversations you have it, you know, people mystify discipleship, but really it's just an overflow, a very natural engagement with your
0: children as a believer. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Leslie, so much for all these words of wisdom that you have shared with us tonight. I know that our listeners will be blessed. Could you tell everyone again where they can find you? Oh, absolutely. If
1: you go to teach them diligently.net, you can find all the information about heart school about our upcoming events. Um, you can find us on social media on Facebook, we teach them diligently, or on Instagram, it's at teach diligently. Uh, we have a teach them diligently app where all of our resources and there's all kinds of communication and messaging in there. Uh, so really, Teach Them Diligently is everywhere.
0: (laughs) Just kind of search it and you'll be able to find us on a lot of different places. Well, thank you so much, Leslie, for being with us tonight. I hope that my listeners will check out all the resources that Leslie mentioned here. I will have them linked over on my Free Your Children Facebook page so you can find her. If there's a Teach Them Diligently conference within uh, driving distance to you, or maybe you can even fly to, to take, take, the wonderful wealth of opportunities that they provide you, uh, check them out. I highly encourage you to attend. I want to thank Safe Storage for sponsoring tonight's show. If you have storage needs and you are in the Columbia, Mount Pleasant, or Hohenwall area, contact safestoragetn.com. I want to leave you with this. By their fruit. You will recognize them. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. Matthew seven sixteen through 17. If you have not started a family discipleship program in your home, please take the time to do so. Pick up your Bible, start reading. Our family just finished up the book of Jeremiah. We will be starting Lamentations today. All you need is your Bible, folks, and you are equipped. As we said in tonight's program, God equips and you, the parents, are the very best, most qualified people on this planet to disciple and teach your children. The Bible tells us so. We love you here at WXRQ, but remember, Jesus loves you so much more. Good night and God bless.